You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, Google Play, Alexa, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Friday, final day of podcast this week. Yeah, we went three times a week. We had stuff to talk about. This is good in the offseason. It's only going to get even better coming up. But we got news today. News is Alvin Gentry is going to be sticking around a little bit longer than one more season. No surprise here, but I'll fill you in on the contract details and everything we know about his extension. And then we got to talk about where that leaves general manager Dell Demps. Is he under contract? Is he not? Is there an extension? What's going on there? I'll fill you guys in on what I know with that. And then some news out of Philadelphia with Brian Colangelo. Yes, that Twitter saga and maybe the weirdest thing we've seen in this NBA offseason, maybe any NBA offseason, to be honest, has been resolved in a way that it was always going to kind of play out as. So we'll break that down, talk about that a little bit, and maybe mention one or two other things here in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So, of course, the big news was that Alvin Gentry received a contract extension. The Pelicans had already picked up his option, which was a team option. We talked about team options yesterday when it comes to DeMarcus Cousins. And this one was a little bit different situation. But the Pelicans already picked up his team option for 2018-2019. He's now getting a raise on that. And then two years after that, he's got a guaranteed contract for 2019-2020. And then a 2020-2021 to contract that will be performance-based. Likely, it's basically a guaranteed team option again, which is really what this past one was. If he made the playoffs once in those three years, it was automatically going to get picked up. That wasn't really out there widely reported. That's what I had been told. So, of course, once they made the playoffs, this was going to happen. They were going to pick up the option. They're just saying they picked it up versus they were required to pick it up since the language of these contracts is not released publicly. I would assume that's the same thing. And maybe the base salary for that's based off what you did the years before that some capacity. If you make the playoffs both years, maybe it's worth more versus just making the playoffs one year. But basically, he's going to be here more or less for at least two more years, if not three, likely three. Three. So that's the situation here. This is a good move for the Pelicans, and I, I think it adds a lot of stability to this franchise. One, if you want to re-sign DeMarcus Cousins, and you know, for all intents and purposes, they do if the price is right, and maybe even if the price is wrong, they do. You want to give him the same coach. We already all know the history he went through in Sacramento. What was it? Six coaches in seven years, something like that. He doesn't want to add to that tally. That is a dude who craves stability. Even if he doesn't crave it, it's something he needs, and the Pelicans need to give that to him. And signing Gentry to a longer-term deal rather than making it play out the final year, where then there's other issues, and we'll touch on that too, it, you know, it makes a whole lot of sense. The players like playing for Alvin Gentry. They like listening to him. They've gone through motions with him at times where they're not, but overall, yeah. They like listening to head coach Alvin Gentry. They like the style of play. They're all having fun. There's no reason to to kind of mess with that and not continue it going forward. We saw what happened three years ago when you fired a playoff coach in Monty Williams, and then the next couple of years did not go as planned whatsoever, at least the next two. And they finally got back on track this past season. So this adds stability to it. 
now with you know Rondo potentially leaving, Cousins leaving, you at least have a guiding hand at the you know at the helm here in head coach Alvin Gentry. You also don't want the situation. So before I get to that, I guess it's he's going to be cheaper by signing him to this extension now than he would be later. If he makes the playoffs and this Pelicans team makes the playoffs next season, he's now made the playoffs two years in a row. You try and sign him to another extension after that. Well, he's going to be a hot commodity on the market, and he's going to cost you way, way more than should you try and sign him right now. So this move kind of gets out ahead of that and potentially just saves the Pelicans money, not against the salary cap, but just overall in general. Also, the team picked up the options of Chris Finch and Darren Ehrman as well, so they're going to be back next season. This all kind of aligns with Anthony Davis, too, and his timeline for potentially leaving the team if he does pick up his player option. He's going to be right on the same time frame and then if he walks it through 2020 then okay yeah it's all right you kind of realize how this can go and you can then move on maybe from Alvin Gentry cheaply so I think everything kind of makes sense for this move and Gentry deserves it he really does he did a good job last season yes there were times when he was bad absolutely and there were times where there were issues and the message wasn't getting through to the players but you saw this team playing some tremendous basketball right up when Cousins went down they had just beaten the Houston Rockets then the team with the best record in the NBA. They felt like they could beat the Warriors and give them a run for their money. Maybe not in a seven-game series, but they felt like they could make some real noise in the NBA playoffs. World beaters is the word I view or phrase I've used with them. They truly felt that, and we all saw that. They were playing some outstanding basketball. They went through a bit of a slump, and then Gentry quickened the pace. They went hyper a, you know, playing with light speed here. And then they made the playoffs and went on a run to end the year, which culminated with a sweep of the Portland Trailblazers in the first round, just a complete dismantling of Portland. And then getting to the second round and playing Golden State tough for the most part, to the point where you actually took a game off of them. Something right now the Cavaliers in the NBA Finals have been unable to do. That's really good and really impressive and is should be rewarded despite the fact that they weren't announcing his name during intros and he doesn't care and that really shouldn't be a big deal whatsoever and they don't need to announce it if they don't want to it doesn't matter gentry doesn't care for the applause so it's fine people were booing him whatever they moved on and they've done their thing and now he gets the ultimate kind of f you i guess to those people that's a new contract and a bunch of millions of dollars to keep him here in new orleans and when you look at it, it's the right move. Yeah, people booed him, but a coach is always only going to be as popular as the team is doing well right then in the moment. Made the playoffs, people are going to be happy. You don't make the playoffs, they're not going to be happy with you. Unfortunately, that's the reality as a head coach, and it comes to being as simple as that. Well, he made the playoffs, and who's really happy with him is Dell Demps and the owner, Gail Benson, and that's ultimately all that matters. So, Congrats to Alvin Gentry. Well-deserved. This adds, again, some more stability to the team and the franchise. I think that's big. And maybe it sends a message to the league as a whole saying, hey, we play fast. We play fun. You want to come join us, score a lot of points, maybe get a bigger contract down the line? We got the place for you to be. So maybe this sends a message to the league as a whole, particularly free agents out there as the Pelicans get closer and closer to opening night of free agency on July 1st.
Don't forget, Locked On NBA is five days a week, Monday through Friday, a different rotating cast of hosts. I'm on there every Wednesday alongside John Krause, and we have some fun. Talked about Colangelo, previewed game three last Wednesday. We're going to have even more for you guys next week, and I can't wait for it. So make sure you listen and subscribe daily to the Locked On NBA podcast to know what's going on around the association. So what about general manager Dell Demps and his contract situation? Well, the Pelicans never really comment other than the initial hire of general manager Dell Demps on his contract situation, how many years are left, what he's making. But you have to figure they've given him an extension as well. I do not think that he's really tied to Alvin Gentry as much as they were, say, a year ago. I think you could keep Alvin Gentry and move on from Demps. And had he not made that move to bring in Miritich and move the Omer Oshik contract and potentially the team still made the playoffs, that certainly might have been the case. He was on some very thin ice for a little while from what I've been told in the organization. But they still might have thought about keeping Gentry without Demps. I think that's a very realistic thing right now, particularly with the team playing well. If he makes another bad move and say signs Cousins to a long-term deal, you might see him booted out after next season if Cousins doesn't come back and play well and the Pelicans are kind of handicapped by that salary and that contract. So potential out there. But you have to know he definitely got an extension too. And just because the team doesn't announce it doesn't really matter. He's going to have some long-term flexibility, not flexibility, security too. And that's an important thing. We've seen him kind of GMing for his life these past couple years, potentially mortgaging the future move after move, which again is the thing you should do that, you know, when you have Anthony Davis in the timeline that you're in to win right now and your window is kind of open and you can't just keep waiting for it to close to then start banking these draft picks. You got to strike while the window's open. Now, though, he can wait and be a little bit patient and he doesn't have to jump on, say, the first deal that's going to present itself should another deal not appear after that. And I think that's big. Now he can make the right moves he feels for this team, and he has been executing a vision, whether or not you've agreed with the players he signed for said vision. He has been executing a vision, which is more than a lot of teams can say, so I think that is a big thing there. So now he feels a little bit safe. There's no rush. There's still a sense of urgency because you want to win, but not necessarily to trade first-round pick after first-round pick and just kind of spin the wheels if it's not the right trade and you're not getting the value that you should. This also then likely means that no matter what, Anthony Davis isn't going anywhere because he does know that if he trades Anthony Davis, he's going to be gone, even with that type of security, and it's not really going to matter. So I think this keeps Anthony Davis here even longer, too. This is the guy he drafted. He's going to go down with the ship when it comes to Anthony Davis. You could have a new GM step in, realize this team isn't going to contend if Cousins leaves, let's say, and then decide to trade Anthony Davis for a rebuilding project and try and contend a different way. Dell Demps isn't going to do that. Going down with the ship that his hand grasping at the wheel here with, you know, like the, the white knuckle grip and everything. So that's what's going on. Davis isn't going anywhere now, especially with Dell Demps long term here, because this is his guy. This is what he's doing. And he's got to kind of see this whole thing out. So feel good about that, if you will. I know people are more excited about Gentry being here than it is Demps still, but he has moved on from the mistakes that he caused in the first place. That alone is a big thing. And hey, at least there aren't burner accounts with him, and we'll talk about that in the next segment here. So before we talk about that, we got to talk about something else, and we're going to talk about something fun, sex. So let's talk about sex, particularly good sex. 
Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved, so safe, we're not getting sketchy here, FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that these work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no having to talk to someone about that, no waiting in a pharmacy as they give you those judging eyes, and best of all, it's just no awkwardness whatsoever. They're made in the US of A, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. This is a win all around, you guys. Right now, they've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code NBA. That's promo code NBA. Just pay $5 shipping. That's way better than going to a gas station or any of the head shops or anything like that and buying something weird that you don't know what the ingredients are whatsoever. Bluechew.com is the place to check out. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com promo code nba to try it free blue chew is better cheaper faster and just the easy choice and i thank them for sponsoring locked on pelicans so brian colangelo out in philly as their gm and i think i said it on the podcast when this first came out there was only one way this was going to happen they were going to pin this on some sort of scapegoat whether it's true or not i don't know but they were going to pin this on a scapegoat. He was going to come off saying he didn't know anything about it, that maybe when the ringer called or or emailed and asked him about these accounts, he called his wife and said, hey, do you know about any of this? And she quickly shut him down. It was going to get pinned on that or maybe his kids, someone like that. They would still move on from him because he violated some trust. And that would be that. And that's what happened. Philly had their investigation. They said it was the wife that did it. She admitted to doing that. She scrubbed her phone with a factory reset too. So who knows what else was out there somewhere that we haven't found just yet or hasn't been found. Not we, the ringer. I didn't do this. And yeah, that's kind of what happened. And this was how it was going to go. This was so obvious to see. Even if it was him, his wife or someone else was going to take the fall so that he could save some face. And then he put out a statement saying as such, she acted without his knowledge, did all this. And he said, none of those accurately reflect his views, even though clearly they do, because people have said he says things like that inside the organization. And she knew stuff that no one outside the organization would have known. So he was the only one that could have told her. It's played out exactly like I thought it was going to be. I think that we thought it was going to play out. And it's just a bad look all around. I've said there's nothing wrong with defending your spouse, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever you want to say. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. We get that here in New Orleans. Anita Demps, the wife of general manager Dell Demps, who has a new contract and they don't want to talk about, is on Twitter. She interacts with us. She might follow you. She might have tweeted at you. She might have tweeted something angry at you. All of that's okay, and I like that she does that. Be supportive. I think that's a wonderful thing. Don't make burner accounts and put out top-secret team information. And we don't have that here from Anita in New Orleans. That's also good. That's even better. She does it perfectly, and she's more fun that way because of it. So, Anita, if you ever listen, I enjoy interacting with you, and I actually like think it's a lot of fun. I think it's really cool that you're involved. 
way better than what's going on in Philly entirely. And it makes them look like a dysfunctional organization, particularly then when you hear of Brian Colangelo's dad, Jerry Colangelo, who's a huge, important person in the NBA and has been for a very, very long time, say, if you fire my son, I'm going to ruin your relationship with agents and other things. This dude is a power broker in the NBA, and now that's getting thrown around? God, you have to move on to him from that. You can't keep him. And he was hired in a nepotism situation, even though his track record as a GM actually is quite good. So it was made sense as a hire, to be honest, that you know he got hired because his dad was put in because the NBA owners were worried about their blatant tanking. And now his dad was trying to keep him, get let him keep the job by making threats. This is just shitty all around and stupid and not what you want as Philly goes into free agency prime to maybe make a run at LeBron James or Paul George and just try and make their team even better and make a run towards the NBA Finals. Makes you feel good about New Orleans and all that goes on here. We just make bad trades. That's fine. And then we fleece some people on occasion too. Even better. Overall, you got to look at New Orleans and be like, my God, even at the worst times with the, the medical staff and stuff, it's not this crap. So you've got to be happy with how that goes. Also, I think maybe the lesson learned from this is never, ever, ever tweet. And yeah. So one of those weird, interesting situations, it went exactly like I thought. This was how it was going to go. It was going to get blamed on someone else because he's going to try and save face as much as possible. And on his way out, he threw his wife so hard under the bus and then didn't take any responsibility himself in this. And he has some, otherwise they wouldn't have basically forced him out, which was basically, you need to resign or we're going to fire you. That's what this is. That's what these moves always are. And in his statement takes zero responsibility. You want people to forgive you, to move on from things like that. When you screw up, own it, Say, my bad, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done this, I've learned my lesson, I'm going to try and be better in the future, and I hope you can forgive me. And then we move on. Now he look, comes off looking like a smug jackass, and this happens to a lot of people who have any sort of scandal, for, ranging from whatever it is, when they don't take responsibility, and they're like, yeah, it was all on this person, it wasn't me, I didn't do anything wrong. Learn from your mistakes, show people that you learn from your mistakes, and you can actually move on from things a whole lot easier than others, so there's somewhat of a life lesson in here. I mentioned the, yesterday, I think it was, that they did hire Monty Williams to be the lead assistant. Brett Brown, their new head coach, is now kind of running both sides of the organization. This is good for Monty because he was just working in the front office with the San Antonio Spurs. So now, yeah, while he might be the lead assistant there, you know he's doing some front office work right now for the team and he has experience doing so. And those aren't easy to switch between always. So good to see that they've got the right guy in there right now. And you've got to, again, feel happy for Monty because this likely means that his family is in a very good place. And it's, that's all you really want after that tragic situation that he went with his wife passing in the car accident and everything. So, you know, shitty situation for Philly, but it seems like with Brett Brown and Monty Williams there, they definitely have the right people to maybe navigate out of this till they figure out who's going to be running this team as the general manager in the future. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans, this week of Locked on Pelicans. Stay tuned. we got a lot coming up on the draft in the next couple of weeks over at the Locked on NBA podcast channel as well. So make sure you listen to that. I cannot wait. It's a lot of fun and a fun time to be an NBA fan. The finals are about to be over and we're soon going to be into the offseason draft and free agency and it doesn't get much better than that. So thank you for listening to this edition of Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all next week.